how was your first year back of being full-time? Do you ever wish life had an undo button? Walking the balance between business and the creative life can be hard. But Matt and Shelby are here to attempt to answer the tough questions, so you don't need an undo. Presented by Made by Things, this is The Command Z Show. And welcome back to another riveting episode of The Command Z Show. Uh, that was the word I went with, riveting. I don't know if that's the right one, but... Let's hope. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we have... <clears throat> I feel like I say this every week, but this week I mean it. I did do the other ones too. Anyway, we have a super duper special guest today. Uh, the only other person in this world that can say that they have been co-host of the Command Z show. It's true. Dylan Mangus. Dylan, how you doing? I'm well. It's nice to be back. It has been so long. It's it's kind of weird to be back. <laughs> it is. Um man, I I was looking at the at the at the calendar. The last episode that we published together was April 11th. And uh that that is almost an entire year. Yeah. Um, and that, that has a lot to do with my question today, but before I ask that, Shelby, how you doing? I see. I was hoping maybe you wouldn't ask me because I never have a good answer. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm all right. You know, we're here. <laughs> I am. I am okay. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm good. Nice. Thank you, man. <laughs> yeah, you bet. All right, Dylan, you ready for this? You ready for the roast of a century here? That's that's probably not that much of a grilling question. Are we but... talking like Jeff Ross kind of roast, or are we, uh... <laughs> we should we should do that? <laughs> uh, no, not quite. I wish yeah. I was that clever and witty. I'm glad you're not. I'm really glad you're not. <laughs> uh, me <would> too. Be... <laughs> I, I don't I don't mind looking foolish and all that, but that would be rough. Uh, anyway, yeah, yes, for I'm sure. ready. All right. So the big question that I have today. So like I said, our last episode that we published was almost exactly a year ago. And the last episode that we we published together was, um, how do you know when it's time to make a big change? And you basically announced that you were going full-time. After years of being freelance, you decided you wanted to go f- full-time. And just a few weeks ago, we talked to Audrey about her second year of freelance. We talked to her, that me and you yeah. talked to her when her first year of freelance. Yeah. So I want to ask you about your first year a full-time. I mean, you did full-time a while back, but uh, I'd love to know, how was your first year back of being full-time? Quick answer, it was a wild ride. Yeah? (laughs) Yes. There's a lot to unpack. I'll try to be brief, hopefully share some things that are helpful and not just minutia that uh isn't helpful to anybody yeah let's get the let's get the update and let's get into this okay well this time last year and a few months before that i was trying to figure out what to do with mangus design because i'd been doing the same old same old all for good for the seven previous years 
And so I took a little sabbatical out to Hawaii, came back here, had some things in motion. And one of those things was I, I wanted to take on some clients that were somehow centered around the church. And hold on, before anybody <laughs> is listening to this and thinking, oh man, this is going to turn into a sermon. It's not, I promise. So everybody, please just let's all take a quick breath. Uh, it's not going to go there. But I wanted to do that because I'd had a good experience with a client like that in the last couple years. And so I thought, well, I'll keep an eye out for that. So I've found that a couple of my former students were working for a place called Bible Project. They posted a job that didn't work out. And then all of a sudden, a creative director position opened up at Bible Project. And I thought, what? And so I applied. And I thought, well, I'll never get it, but at least I'll give it a shot. So long story made short, I got the job. And I stood here at my desk. And I don't mind being transparent and saying uh, there were tears running down my face because I thought, what is going on? This can't be happening. This company that I so admire, and they just hired me to be a creative director. That was wild. And what I look back and laugh about, among other things, is the fact that I really didn't think about what I was going to do with Mingus Design if this job thing came through. And that's another part of the story that we may or may not have time to get to. So... I started working for BibleProject.com in April of last year. So, yeah, coming up on the on the year mark here. And they are everything I thought they would be and more. And what I mean is... That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's so cool to say that. And I know I could say a lot. You know, I could say something to be really canned, like, everything's great. Yeah. <laughs> but that's part of what I want to share with you guys is that it was a very challenging position. And not from the standpoint of the company is, is internally broken or, or things are not well-structured. Actually, quite the opposite. I'm really blessed to work with a, a group of people who, a company who's well-funded uh, by donors only. It's 100% donor-funded. And they bring in some really talented people from companies you've heard of, uh, Procter & Gamble, Stripe, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So what I found over the course of, a, of the first few months was that there was a lot to do and it felt a lot like I was doing familiar things, like I'd done years before in pharma, creative director for pharma uh, accounts. And yet the difference was I had changed and I was struggling to keep up with the pace of things and so I went to my boss really good guy who I just love dearly such a such a good guy in so many ways and I I told him up front I said I'm I'm struggling and he goes I know and uh super helpful trying to figure out how I can restructure things and, and just make some edits and changes and and keep up and again, a, a truly a long story short of several months, I got to a point where I was in front of him and some other folks at the company with a, uh, easy to say in, in terms of this company, a come to Jesus meeting. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but the conversation was about how do we move forward? Do we move forward? 
and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. That was really hard for me, as you can probably imagine. None of us want to fail. I know everybody likes to talk about that in terms of, well, you know, there's just a lot of people out there talking about it. But here I was exactly in that position. Like, I'm failing at this position. That's how I saw it. There were some things that were working out really well. I think I was starting to gel with the team really well. And, and so from a people perspective, I think a lot of things were happening in a good trajectory. But in terms of just keeping afloat of what daily things needed to be done, let alone the longer-term planning things, I was really struggling. So anyway, I got back in front of the um, some folks, and we had a really good conversation about how to proceed. And then we met again short time later and in in that conversation we all agreed i'm I'm not keeping up with this position and they said well but we don't want to lose you and they said something that i didn't expect and that was they said dylan we don't detect an ego with you and i thought well that's great because i definitely have one like everybody (laughs) else i know Um, they said we don't but we don't detect an ego with you and we don't want to lose you so would you consider designing for us? Which if you do the math on the, or the, or the, the translation on that, that means I was going to step down to a designer position. And my response was immediate. I said, I would empty your trash cans if that meant staying with this company. <laughs> and I mean it. I really mean it. They're just a really great bunch. I love what they're doing. I love the mission because uh, they stay so close to it. They don't deviate. They don't go off on tangents. They don't talk politics. This is a company who's really, they really know what they need to do, and they're they're incredibly well-focused on that mission, even as they grow. So that's what happened. I took a design position late summer. That finally uh, transpired. And since then, that's what I've been doing. I've been designing full-time for Bible Project, and I, I don't have a presentation ready for you guys because I know this is a podcast, <laughs> so we're not doing the visual thing. But I'll just give you a quick, uh, a, few, a quick few highlights. Uh, just finished drawing a coloring book, which uh, part of which is back here on my wall. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, so I got to draw a coloring book, and in that coloring book, I got to do a drawing that I've been wanting to do for oh, I don't know twenty years, and I can't reveal it yet. But I was really excited to do it. It's a little concept, a conceptual thing that matched up with some of the content that was written for the for the coloring book. Um, I'm working on the company annual right now. A lot more drawing, and what's fun about that is I'm drawing in different styles. So I'm not only drawing like more realistic illustration in one spread or a couple spreads of the annual. I'm also drawing in a much more cartoonish way in a different spread in that. I'm also doing lettering in a couple different ways inside that annual. One is, again, more formal, buttoned up in the more realistic illustration part, and one is just more cartoonish and fun, just Dylan being Dylan kind of lettering. And so my day is lettering and drawing, and then some design work in terms of setting up emails, um, other layout-type stuff you know, for different partners and, and initiatives within the company. That's what I'm doing. And I got to tell you, I feel like a kid again. That's awesome. It's trippy. Yeah, I didn't expect it. That's the cool thing. I I just went through a year of change, and it was hard. It's very hard to, at least it was for me, it was hard to realize, hey, Tiger, you're not running like you used to. 
You can't wear eight hats like you used to and run at that pace. It's not you anymore. So to admit that is no fun. And yet, it's pretty wild to see how that played out in the last several months and what I'm doing every day. Right. So many questions that I have, so many little follow-up questions. I think the first one that I'm going to ask is... I, well, first of all, like I know that, I know that that was a really tough decision, I, I, just a, a tough time for you, just to kind of figure out like everything. I mean, it was over the course of a few months. It seemed like you were sort of like tr- trying on different hats, almost like, do I want to do that? Do I want to do this? Um, maybe that's just your natural curiosity that I'm generally seeing on a daily basis at that point, but. Um, I'm curious if you, do you wish that you would have made this change sooner? Or do you no. think that, so how, how long? Uh, f- yeah, quick answer. F- freelance was your uh, seven years, six years, seven years? Yeah, yeah, seven, <laughs> seven plus years, yeah. So you, you're saying no as in you are glad that you did it when you did it? Or, yeah, right. uh, yeah. And I'm not saying that to be glib or or, or curt or, or quick. It's it's uh, something I have had time to think about. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that I learned a lot of stuff in that last year or so of Mingus Design. I guess to put it differently, every every experience every day is stuff that we bring forward right. for good or bad, right? And again, that sounds like a fairly token answer, but the the broader view of that is there's an there's an attitude at play here and I struggle with that sometimes, but I want to, I want to look back on things like the years leading up to this unexpected and unplanned thing that happened with the job change. I want to look back on that time and, and recognize that, yeah, it was hard and there were things I didn't do well, but, and things I did do well, but mm-hmm. through all that, there was learning and I can apply that stuff to where I am now. So yeah, I don't I don't regret the the timing. I also appreciate that the timing, like I just said, was really unexpected. I I love things in my life where I'm not in control. Now yeah. don't get me wrong, when that stuff happens, it sucks. Trust me, if you catch me in the middle of it, you know, in my car <laughs> and hear my 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 private voice complaining, I'm complaining. Or at the very least, I'm looking at, you know, looking up towards God, like, what are you doing? And that was a big part of what last year felt like at a a few different spots. Like, what are you doing? You brought me to this, I think you brought me here, but at this point, I really don't know. Because why would, why would this, what's going on? A lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and yet, uh, it's, dude, it's like, it's like anything else. It's like strength training. You know, you have to have resistance to build and um, to build muscle. This is no different. So I guess, uh, you know, a longer answer made longer. I'm, I'm always marveling at my inability to take a breath in these times when things are hard and go, okay, what's, what's going on here? Not what's going on here, but more like, hmm, what's yeah. going on here? What am I supposed to learn from this? Like my yeah. mom says, everything is for your healing. 
everything is for your healing. Start to look at your life like that. And on a good day, I do. On a bad day, I'm throwing stuff. Yeah. I think I think there's so much of the community the creative community in general that um I'm trying to say this the right way. Really puts kind of running your own business or being freelance on a very, very tall pedestal. And it's very rarely is it what people think it is. Hmm. Like I don't necessarily see freelance or running a business as getting, I don't know. It's like whenever I did that, like I'm not trying to get better at like animating stuff necessarily anymore i'm trying to get better at other things and i think a lot of people kind of think like okay yeah i'm gonna go off and do my own thing and then i'm gonna be able just to design all day it's like no actually you get a lot less time to to do those things so i think that's one of the things i really just appreciate about your journey is that sometimes it's a good thing to go full time somewhere and I, i don't think that that's talked about pretty much ever um, what what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, a lot to unpack. The panacea of running your own business, the unicorn stuff that gets promoted on the web and elsewhere. Um, it's again, everything is is a balance game, right? And uh, I I just don't hang out with people who would sell it any other way or try to tell it any other way. I'm not interested in in that one-sided view of it. I know the pain points of, as you do, of burning your own business. And you're right. It's not a lot of time to do the stuff. What's what's fun for me to look back on is this, this, this roller coaster that always ends in the same spot. I like to make stuff. Yeah. And I li- and guess what? I like to make stuff. And oh, after all that, eh, I want to make some stuff. That's what I do. And if I can do that until I I, I would I would happily fall over. I want to die with a pen in my hand. You know, the die empty thing sounds kind of cliche. I totally dig it. I love that. It's kind of grim, but I but I appreciate it. Yep. I want to die drawing something or lettering something. Uh I want to I want to die in the process of learning something new that day. Yeah. Of the things <clears throat> during your time being freelance and then going full-time are there any specific things that you can think of that made you significantly better um or i don't know like some sort of value that you brought to uh this company that you're working at now because you were freelance before that's a weird question if you can uh no uh uh, first thing that comes to mind is when you run your own business, you have a much deeper appreciation for uh, the people that you work for as a, as a full-time. Okay, just to set expectations, you know I hate that term freelancer because um, they're both full-time. Um, right, right, right. To me, anyway, right? Yeah, um, they are. Solo or yeah, employee yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm not trying to shame you, man. I'm just saying. No, that's fine. I feel horrible. I'll, three lashings. <laughs> nothing free about freelancing. Um, whack, whack, whack. Um, yeah, you really appreciate things like What's it cost to keep the lights on in this place, to pay the insurance for this, right. this space, all that stuff. So you appreciate 
the fact that your leadership is probably wearing a ton of hats and yet you expect them to have it all together and be super positive and Mr. or Mrs. Motivator 100% of the time. And uh, so, yeah, you, you hopefully you learn some grace for the situation that you're in when you step into that full-time working for somebody else deal. Yeah. That's the first thing that comes to mind. In terms of other things that running your own business helped me bring to Bible Project, process is super important there. Um, trying to learn how to balance, even though, like I said, it was a realization for me that I, I'm not going to be able to balance all this. Uh, the value of just work ethic, the the grind. You know, I hate that word hustle, but I understand what it's saying or what it's trying to say, right. and, and and I have lived that, the grind or the hustle of, of wearing all the hats and all that. So um, I think the one thing I missed, which is not your question, but whatever it's worth, is I missed being with a team on a regular basis. And that was a big lesson to look back and, and think about the last several months is how when I work in a silo, it's never the best me and the best work. Yeah. It's interesting that you say that because that's, I, I mean, Shelby obviously is an employee, so this is weird, but it's one of the things that I want to, that I try to teach all employees is that it, it, this is a real thing. Like, yeah, it costs money to keep the lights on. So, like, and like I, I love that, that you, you said that. Like, you just have a, a different respect for all the things that kind of go behind it. It is it is a weird balance because I'm like, okay, I don't want people to feel like they're, like, solely responsible for, like, <clears throat> if things are going bad or if they're going really good. <clears throat> like, it's, it's always a team effort. But at the same time, like, I, I love it whenever people just know how much is going on behind the scenes exactly. And I like to think that I'm pretty honest whenever things are like going really good or not so good at all. Uh, but I, I think about that all the time too. I'm like, the companies that I worked at, things were somehow always amazing. <laughs> like it couldn't it couldn't have been like that. It couldn't just always be amazing. Like like they're they're so afraid of letting people know that things might not be going super well. Like they're not adults. Like, I don't know. I just, I always thought that was a weird thing. Yeah, it is. And again, I, I can say this, uh, without, uh, without, uh, I could say this without, uh, revealing anything. You know, our company is, uh, Bible project is very transparent with employees and they're, uh, I'll, I'll just stop there and say I've I've seen that in the last year, and I appreciate it. I I I need that from somebody that I'm working with and for, right? To say, okay, at this stage, here's some things that we're concerned about, and here's some ways that we're going to start moving to correct those things. Yeah, more of that, please. Yeah, I like it. So, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, Shelby, is there anything that you want to add to this before we get to the the part two, sort of the second yeah. section of this podcast? Because there's there's something what? else here. But go ahead, Shelby. 
I think I think this is really interesting, especially um, because I'm not a freelancer and I've I've never worked freelance or or run my own business. Don't so it. it's it's an interesting no. Well, and that's that's my thing. I I like being a full time employee because it allows me the freedom to be able to kind of be able to be a freelancer in a sense, in another in another sense, without the pressure of okay, I have to be constantly working on this and building my my portfolio and my business and everything else. It allows me to be able to be a lot more creative outside of that instead of having to focus on building a business, mm-hmm. which is something I really appreciate as just being able to okay, I come and I do my my nine to five, you know. And that's what I do. And I log off and I'm good and I can work on other creative projects. Um, I'm sorry, Matt. But um, so, <laughs> what? But, <laughs> None what? of this is news to me. I get it. <laughs> life. Um, but no, I, I, I also I really appreciate you talking about the um, the humility that it takes to be able to kind of um, when you were talking about being able to step down saying, OK, you know what? I'm going to be a designer and this is what I need in this space right now for me. You know, and it takes a lot of humility because it's it's hard to be able to make those decisions, especially, you know, after running your own business, after being a freelancer, after having a lot of creative control over everything that you're doing. It's hard to be able to say, you know what, this is the stage that I'm I'm at in my life and this is what I need for me right now. So I really appreciate that that humility that you bring into this conversation, because I think that's something that we like to gloss over. Because we're always, you know, like you said, we're always so focused on the hustle and what's the next thing that we can get to and what's that next goal. We don't ever talk about, you know, what's right for me at this moment. So I appreciate that that conversation. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think. A, I think a, sorry, Dylan. I think a lot of no, people, just... honestly, they would <clears throat> their identity gets wrapped up in that job title, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing about you that you you are so confident about what your identity is, at least outward facing to where you're like oh i don't i don't care if i have that title or not like i i know me and i'm a maker so i'm just going to you can call me whatever you want i'm just going to make stuff mm-hmm. um yeah go, sorry go ahead now yeah uh yeah that's that's a fun place to be when you you know you're you're you finally understand what you're what you're designed and born to do mm-hmm. yeah, that sounds kind of dramatic but We've talked about this before. I am grateful to be a visual maker. Obviously, because we live in a visual culture, so there's a there's a reward thing tied into that. But uh, it's it's just incredibly sweet to to know what you, what you're built to do, uh, and yeah, it doesn't matter what title you put around that. I I, I just gave myself one, but. Um, yeah, I don't care. I just I'm just grateful to wake up every day and I got a pile of pens and stuff in front of me and I'm I'm back to learning some new things. I work with an illustrator named Rachel who's up in Canada and she turned me on to this I, I know this we're not just doing a video but we'll see if my camera will it focus. It looks like on. a calligraphy new, pen. It is. It's this new nib from a uh, newer nib from Kakamori. I'm going to totally derail on this for a second. It looks like <laughs> a bullet and it's designed so that um it holds ink better and then as you it's not a flat, it's round. See? Yeah. Anyway, it's huh. it's a new nib and I'm I'm making stuff with it and it's fun and I didn't know it existed until I started working for these guys. So learning new stuff like that. I bought a scanner again. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, cuz I'm nice. yeah. 
Uh, I'm doing things with Procreate that I never did before. So it's so much fun to be in that place where you're you're learning again. And and yeah, Shelby, there is a, I think humility is part of that. Um, and so I'm, I'm grateful. I'm just grateful to to be in a spot where I, I know that I've got something to learn today. And um, again, like I said earlier, I'm like a wild eyed kid again. You know, I just um, I get to I get to run around in the woods with my with my drawing tools. And OK, I'm not actually running around in the woods, but <laughs> that's what it feels like. Right. Nice. All right. So we're going to do a uh, like I said, a uh, second part to this probably include it in the first same episode i don't know i'm just babbling here for a moment uh anyway me and dylan were arguing fiercely before this podcast today as we over do. over who was going to ask the question today right uh yeah. and i was like i have a question no none of this is true but anyway he does well some of it's true he does have a question and uh i don't know what it is and we're gonna we're gonna give dylan the stage here what do you got dylan Okay. Okay. I got this. Qu- I'm not going to make this up. This is a question <laughs> that I first heard from somebody named Hillary Buchanan, mm-hmm. who, Matt, I know you know her. I don't know if Shelby, if you know Hillary. We need, we need to get Hillary on here. Totally. Yeah. Uh, she goes Maybe. by Hill. She's the creative director at Pixel Park. She's also the co-founder of what is now called Creative Beings. It was called oh, Creative Babes up until they last month. It. Yeah. Big reveal last month. Um, earlier this month. So Hill posted this on LinkedIn and it struck me when she asked. So I just want to relay it forward into this conversation and talk about it for a little bit. And the question is simply, what are you excited about? So let me unpack that a little bit. What I want to know is what you're excited about today. And I'm, I'm extrapolating a bit from what Hill originally asked. Cause she just said, what are you excited about? I'm like, that's such a great question. Yeah. But I think about what are you excited about today? What are you excited about this season? And by season, it doesn't mean calendar necessarily. It could be something you're going through, good or bad. And then what are you excited about this year? And so, Matt, I know right away you're going to love this question because you're a planner. You're like, oh, goody, I get to map things out in terms of um, stuff, um, planning. Yeah. <laughs> and one more thing to to unpack about why I think this is such a helpful question. The three things. One, when you ask yourself or you ask somebody else, what are you excited about? The first thing that happens is it opens up this powerful little box called hope. And that's truly one of the most amazing forces in, in, in motion in our, in our world. Without it, we're, we're doomed. The second thing, it's a little deeper than that, is when we ask somebody, what are you excited about? The answer to that will reveal what's important to them, what they value, what you value. And sometimes that's good and bad. You know, when you realize what I'm excited about, and I look at all those answers, I'm like, it's just buying stuff off Amazon in the next nine months. Yeah. Or, you know, and, and then that's an honest answer. But um, again, it just helps you understand what, what am I placing value in? Right. Uh, again, promise, not going to get preachy, but there's this great Bible verse that says where your heart or where your treasure is, there also is your heart. And 
so uh, I think about that when I think about the value part of this. So last thing that I think about in terms of what are you excited about? And see, I'm just I'm babbling on because you guys are no, thinking about your answer, and that's no, I, good. I got mine. I'm I'm good to go. When okay. you're ready. All right. <laughs> but, go ahead. You're fast. <laughs> um, the last thing about the uh, the the, uh, the helpfulness of this question is if we're willing. It kind of goes back to what we've been talking about already. Is if we're willing to. Um, grow, to learn and to grow through the days and the seasons and the years, thinking about what we're excited about and looking backwards puts us in a position to be grateful, especially if we realize, like I was saying earlier, that we we grow by resistance and moving through resistance. So um, that opportunity to look back and go, man, I was really excited about that, and it, it went terribly wrong meaning it didn't go as I planned or thought it would go. But through that, I was able to see that there was there was something in motion that I couldn't see at the beginning and at the end, now I see it. Or at this stage, I see how this was good for me, even though it's still hard to look back on or it's still, you know, there's consequence, whatever. Um, so, okay, that's, that's my question unpacked a little bit. Nice. <clears throat> All right. So let's start with today. Okay. Um, I'm going to take this very literally. Do I'm it. not sure if it was meant to be, but... Um, it's your answers, buddy. It's St. Patrick's Day today. And uh, today is kind of the anniversary of when... I, I like to say when me and my wife fell in love. On St. Patrick's Aww. Day, 2009. Uh, it was like when we just got to know each other and like... I don't know. It was it was a really fun day. Like we still talk about like all the different parts of the day because we were with a bunch of friends. We went to a bunch of different places. We went to downtown Cleveland. Ended up just in a bunch of weird places scenarios. Um, and um, one of the things that I <laughs> he's holding up a little post-it of a heart. Um, one of the things for me that will always take me back to that day is a shamrock shake from McDonald's. So today I don't, I don't like shamrock shakes. (laughs) They're, they're good. It's just not like my thing. Um, but it just, it takes me back to that. So today I'm excited to get a shamrock shake. Uh, next part. So this season, what am I excited about? Um, I think I'm excited about this in, it's a little scary, but it's still really exciting for me is that we're facing new challenges as a team that we've never faced before. Hmm. And I'm excited to just learn the problems that we have and to be able to put solutions in place. Like, it's really exciting for me to be like, oh, that's a new problem. Like, I thought I've already came across all the problems that I was going to have, but this is a new one. Hmm. Um, and um, I guess another thing for this season is uh, I'm excited to try to figure out how to get back to teaching and teaching in the way that I have been dreaming to teach in, which isn't 
for somebody else or for a college or anything like that. I, I want to teach and I want to do it exactly the way that I want to do it. Because um, for, for many years now, I've just, I've always wanted to change how learning was done when it comes to creative education. Okay. And, um, that's an episode all by itself. <laughs> probably. Um, but that's something that's been kind of growing a little bit. So I started Make Create Club. Uh, a month ago, two months ago, we did an eight-week program. Today is actually the last day of it. <clears throat> Make now, Create Club? Yeah. MakeCreate.club okay. if you want to check it out. Um, <clears throat> and, I mean, there's there's not much there right now, but it was really just kind of like a a test run through something. And let's see how it goes. And it went really, really well. So now, I, I guess I have a lot of hope when it comes to that as well. as like, a, this mm. is this is something. Um, I try, I try a lot of different things, different projects, and there's always that moment where you're like, this is something. And, um, I've had that moment with, with this project too. So I don't know. I just have a lot of hope for what that can become. Nice. Now, if we're talking big picture, uh, throughout the, throughout the year, um, let's see, uh, something I'm excited about. I think I'm. It almost has more to do with kind of the... <clears throat> sorry, my voice is just like bailing on me right now. I don't know where it's going, but... Um, kind of along the lines of what you were saying um, at the at the tail end of uh, your unpacking of the question, which is... Um, I'm excited to see how what I'm doing right now makes a difference uh, in both my life personally and the business like I'm I'm making decisions I'm doing certain things that I feel like are going to be really really big that are that like years from now we're gonna say I'll say like that was a very big moment right there like I made a great decision right here I mean that's that's the hope that it turns into something like that and maybe maybe I'm like wow that was the worst decision I've ever made (laughs) you never know Um, but I, I kind of <clears throat> Maybe this sounds weird, but I kind of look at it as like a as like a band that just had a really successful album. Last year we did we did great. Like as a as a company, better than we've ever done. Grew the team to biggest it's ever been. Um the work has been better than it's ever been. But now it's kind of like our sophomore year now. Or sophomore album, we'll call sophomore it. Sophomore album, yeah, right. And uh, it's it's kind of scary in a way, again, because it's like, oh, no, like I'm putting all these expectations on myself now. But I love a good challenge, and nobody challenges me like myself. And I think that I've put a very, very difficult one in front of myself um, of trying to do better than that first album, basically. And we know that most people can't do it. We all know that generally that first album is always the best. But I love the challenge of, of trying. That's all of my answers in the longest format that I could possibly put it. It's <laughs> good. Again, they're your answers. you know. And the reason that your voice was going was because you're just emotional thinking about that shamrock shake. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need heavy, that shamrock shake. It's a heavy thing. Yeah, Shelby, what you got? Yeah, um, 
I love this question. I think it's it's really fun, and I, I like the um, like you mentioned, like the hopefulness part of it. It's it really makes you um, I don't know. It's it's fun because like just thinking about that, and because Matt, you took long enough, I got to think. So thank you. <laughs> You're um, welcome. It was three hours. We cut it down. <laughs> I appreciate it. So um, no, I I think it's really fun because it it really allows you to kind of collect your thoughts, especially with today, this season, and this year. Um, so today. What I'm most excited about is I just finished the first draft of my thesis script for my MFA, nice. my MFA in screenwriting, and I just finished that first draft, and I'm now in the revision period. Um, I hate revision periods. I really dislike them, um, but I am excited because it's it's kind of reteaching me, and I'm relearning everything that I just wrote and kind of rediscovering my characters all over again and what I'm working on and the words and the structure, so... Um, I'm excited about that because I'm hopeful for how it's, and I'm excited to see what it looks like, um, when it's all, all finished. Can I, uh, can I ask a a question? Yeah. Um, what, what, why do you hate the revision part? Have you ever tried to unpack that? Yeah, I, I have a hard time because I get so excited about moving on to what's the next thing that I'm going to be working on. Um, Mm. And that goes part into my my season because I already have a million projects planned for what I'm going to be working on next. Um, it's also it's also hard because especially once you've spent so long on this one thing and you've been thinking about it and it's all you do when you spend every night in this world and all of a sudden that world is kind of ending. It's it's frightening to leave leave that space and those characters because you've become so so used to them and it's it's almost like a, a comforting space and you're starting to exit that world. Um, mm. That's hard and it's also it's it's hard to be like because you you're kind of forcing yourself to be very self critical during that revision process and that can kind of take mm. its toll. Um, yeah. So that does that mean you are you at this stage you're not handing it off to somebody else or you are no. Nope. It's, it's all me. So okay. it's the revising process is all me. And then, um, cause it's for my, my thesis. So once that's done, I'll end up submitting it and he'll tell me if it's good or not. And if it's good, I get a degree. And if it's not, I go back and I keep revising <laughs> until I get the degree. <laughs> How's okay. Yeah. We could talk. I, I have questions. <laughs> uh, I'll stop. Well, okay. What's your, what's, what's your season, uh, excitement? That goes into my season. Um, so right now, uh, I'm going to be graduating with my, my MFA this May, which is really maybe. exciting. Maybe. Um, maybe. Right. Maybe. Revision period. As long as my thesis passed, then we're good. <laughs> um, I get will. I'm fingers crossed. Wish me luck. But um, then also on the other side of that, too, uh, Matt has me working on some really interesting things right now. Um, and it's a strange kind of transitional period right now because and this is great being full time um, because I'm kind of being exposed to things that I probably wouldn't have been if, you know, if I was a freelancer, or if I was owning my own business. It's, it's a very different space. Um, and especially kind of the world that I usually live in. It's not some of these things that I'm working on are, are a little foreign to me. So it's it's kind of interesting to be put in some new positions and, and learn some new things. And especially as I'm going from a transitional period of, you know, graduating with my MFA, you know, I'm I'm I love school. I like I love the, the, the world of academia. So kind of leaving that space more 
to um, to enter that little bit more of a creative freedom, which just kind of goes into my year. Um, it's fun to be able to see the new things that I'm just going to keep learning after after getting the MFA and everything else, because you know even you know at my full time job, there's still always those little things that I'm constantly learning and being exposed to that I wouldn't um, usually. So I'm excited for that for for the season is that tra- that transition. Nice. For this year, um, this year, I'm, I'm really looking forward to some of the creative freedom that I think I'm going to have after, after leaving my MFA program um, and kind of rediscovering my process and what things mean to me and what I want to focus my energy into. Um, I have another script that I've started um, doing some outlining for, and then I've also started working more um, going back to more hands-on art as opposed to to writing, I've started working more with markers. I'm working some more on some some graphic design things. So it's it's kind of cool to be able to go back into into that space after after leaving it for so long um, and relearning my process there. But yeah, and I'm also taking I'm taking a script that I did and I'm kind of turning it into into more of a graphic novel and seeing and kind of pushing myself into that, into that area. So it's, it's, it's been fun, but I, I, I'm interested to see kind of where my interests go and how things transition in this next year and what I'm able to discover about my process. That's cool. I I love that you're dabbling in different things. I love the idea of how does this become a graphic novel? And, and the fact is that, that thing may, I'm not trying to, sorry, I'm not trying to be a dark cloud here that graphic novel may never materialize. But yeah. what I get excited about f- with you is it, it just helps you think about your characters and your story and all those things in a, just in a different way. That's it. And it might have some little way or big way of informing what you're writing for your, for your, uh, your script. So anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you. That's great. All right, Dylan, it's, but- it's fun because it kind of puts you in a different space, especially because like working on a graphic novel, a lot of it is essentially just storyboarding, especially since it's a script. So it, mm-hmm. it really forces me to think about um, my world building and where where everything's at in that moment. And especially if mm-hmm. I want to develop it later on, it's like I kind of already have those those things built out and how I would want to develop this world. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. It provides uh, some new insight into what I'm working on. Yeah, Dylan. I know you only have a few more minutes here, but same question right to you. Oh, dude, this is funny because it's like asking people, you know, what are your three favorite, what, do you, what three bands do you bring to your uh, birthday party, dead or alive? You know, who's the headliner? Who's the opener? That, you know, I, I, ask, I love never, asking that I've never heard too. that before. <laughs> That's good. Oh, it's, 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 a, it's a fun icebreaker, especially for strangers. Um, but I never think about the answer. Uh, so I'm in the same boat here. You know? <laughs> I have this question. And I, haven't really, I haven't really thought about the answer, so forgive me. I've, I'm a little unprepared as far as, like, what's my answer? Uh, but I don't have to think hard about it. I'm excited about a lot of things, actually. I'm excited about uh, a vacation we have coming up. Oh, oh, sorry. I'll go back to the, the my own um, outline. <laughs> what I'm excited today. about today <laughs> is this is going to sound really simple, but I'm excited to get home tonight because it's been a long week of work. Good, good work, uh, good week. But I'm excited to get home and hang out on our new couch with my wife and my cat, Cowboy. Uh, wait, wait. 
Oh, and, and watch uh, episode one of Ted Lasso while eating the Ted Lasso ice cream from Jenny's. That's all. That's that. what I'm excited about today. So your shamrock shake, my Ted Lasso ice cream. We we'll both you have say our you sugar have coma. A, you have a cat named Cowboy. Yeah, we have a. We are the tip. We are typical white people. We rescued a pet, and um, <laughs> yeah, and. Um, we named it Cowboy because it's from Texas, and it was in the hurricane, and that's how it ended up huh. ultimately at our place. So, nice. Uh, yeah, it's a right, it's season. A, uh, he's a, yeah season. Um, I, <laughs> could talk, I could talk about my cat, but I won't. Um, <laughs> I could show you the cat here. It's on my sweatshirt. But anyway, um, <laughs> I think I'm excited. I'm excited this season about a continued trajectory of saying no to Mangus design things. So we didn't talk about that in detail at all, but Mangus design is now a pet project and I've still accepted a couple of oddball projects. I shouldn't say oddball projects, but a couple of projects from former clients or you could say existing clients. And those are weekend things. um, And I've chosen them for very specific reasons, but the reality is I'm saying no more and more and that is refreshing and I'm excited about that all the time in terms of excitement about the, uh, what's coming up this year. I'm excited to see growth in the things I just mentioned in the, in the course of this year, growth in terms of saying no more often, uh, growth in terms of what I'm learning at my, at my new role at Bible project. And I think the third thing in that, if I may, is, I'm reading a lot more, reading books again, more than I have in years. And I'm terrible at it. I'm, I'm not the voracious reader that I used to be as a kid, but I'm, I'm trying to get back into that. And that's exciting. So that's a long-term year kind of a thing. Like how many books will I have read at the end of 2023? Nice. That's it. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's go around real quick. Some final thoughts. I know we kind of talked about a lot of different things here. Um, I guess what I'll say before we do that, though, is, you know, Dylan, it's, uh, I, I missed you, man. It's, it's been, Aww. it's been fun kind of. I miss you too, buddy. Getting, uh, in the same little video room with you again. Yeah. Um, hey, for what it's worth, I don't regret how we, how things worked out. I think that we made yeah. wise choices. Uh, I know I made a wise choice by stepping away, but I appreciate you. I'm grateful that you had me back on today. It was fun. And yeah. Shelby, nice to talk with you too that was cool i'm excited yep, for you yeah. yep yep um any uh sorry that was a good like ending but <laughs> uh any any final thoughts from uh shelby dylan any 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 final things you want the people to know uh if i had to share anything i would say never stop learning that seems to be a mantra of mine that uh, i get pretty excited about nice all right, I'm gonna skip my final thoughts today. Shelby, anything? No, I think uh, I think you, you had a good closer. I'm gonna I'm gonna let yeah, you, that was, let you that close was on good. that. <laughs> that was that was good. Okay, all right, love you, bye. The Comanche Show is created by Made by Things, and if you have a question you would like us to discuss, you can send a message at cmdz.show. And if you like what you hear, leave a review. We'll see you next week with a brand new show.